0: Log Talk Radio.
1: plug in your mic so there we go it would help if you plugged in your mic so <laughs> sorry about that folks and that's what happens on live tv but at least you know what i've been doing this long enough to figure out that you should always check things just to make sure and i'm glad that i was able to get this all up and running for you again this is alan from the alan alfred sports show feel free to join us live 516-418-5572 again it's 516-418-5572 so yes folks I had to move things around a little bit today and we are up and running again that number is 516-418-5572 feel free to join us here live on the Alan Alford Talk Show so and one of the things I definitely wanted to do is go ahead and thank our wonderful sponsor. Let me do that now right here. It's Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce. So delicious and addicting, you may need a support group. Make sure you visit Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce anytime you wish. Right here in beautiful Tampa, Florida. And you can go ahead and see that right at 301 South 22nd Street, Tampa, Florida. And yeah, that's 301 South 22nd Street. Tampa, Florida. Definitely check it out. I want to thank our wonderful sponsor, Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce. So delicious and addicting, you may need a support group. So make sure you check them out there. And what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and play a special song here on the Alan Alfred Sports Talk Show. And that's sang by none other than songwriter Sam Scola. You can hear this song and all the songs that are on the Allen Alfred Sports Talk Show on YouTube and Spotify are all sang by Sam Scola. So check them out there. Thank him. And if you definitely want that songwriter, reach out to Sam Scola at singalongwithsam at gmail.com. So we're going to play the Chef G's Florida Barbecue Sauce song right now here on the Allen Alfred Sports Talk Show.
0: for variety chef cheese up, barbecue sauce a natural flavor chef cheese up, barbecue sauce Florida gold honey mustard on burgers and ribs tasty fusion on pork and sausage a classic the cookout tree, Chef G's, Florida barbecue sauce, serve on fish and vegetables, Chef G's, Florida barbecue sauce, Chef G's, a barbecue sauce, Chef G's, Florida barbecue sauce.
1: G's Florida Barbecue Sauce. So delicious and addicting, you may need a support group. So again, don't forget to visit Chef G's right there in beautiful Tampa, Florida, 301 South 22nd Street, Tampa, Florida. And if you can't come down to Tampa, you can always visit him at flbbqsauce.com. Then it's flbbqsauce.com. Don't forget that great sauce. And definitely thank you guys for joining us here on the Allen Alfred Sports Talk Show. Going to have a wonderful show for you again that live calling number is 516-418-5572 and without further ado we have our first call of the day calling in in fact let me try to cue this up so you guys can hear it let me do that now hey how you doing so far tonight lou all right Alan. thanks thanks for your introduction right, great to hear from you so yeah. definitely how you been
2: all right and with my rangers on a hot streak can't get any better than that.
1: Rangers are on the hot streak. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, life Non-sprig. can't get better than that. Yeah, I'm glad you called in to tell me about the Rangers and and also I wanted to get your thoughts. Would you think of the, you know, the Daytona 500?
2: I didn't get a chance to see it, but I heard you know you know they had a, a, controver- a controversy with the race and of course with the uh, Rangel uh, Rangel and when I and that 22 uh, car puff from the crash. But then again. What's in our race without the crash, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean really, yeah. And, you know, but our predictions were all wrong. They were, they were taking uh, Keselowski to win it, but they were wrong about that too.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a very interesting race. I thought Bubba had a yeah. chance to win it at at a, at a point too. Yeah. he was doing really well. He he re- actually did. Yeah, he ran a really nice race. You know, he, he yeah. did. But yeah, I, you know, I'm glad they got the race in. It was delayed a day, but yeah. at least they got it in. And I also wanted to get your thoughts on that new, I don't know if you heard this, but Scottie Pippen, Horace Grant, and I forget, uh, Luke Longley, that's the third one. They're doing like their own little tour, No Bull Tour, basically, where they're going to talk about. The last dance and they basically uh, are going to go ahead and discredit some of the stuff that was said on the show, on the uh, documentary. What are your thoughts on that? They're gonna discredit well, you know
2: you got you have those behind the I guess behind the surface of that, you know, it seemed like we were coming together and we we're a close knit group, but off the court there was anything but that. You know, they were like each other's throw someone, rip each other apart. What you see on the what you see during the game when the cameras are rolling, is not what you see. The, it's not what you see with the real team is because I watched that documentary and it was brutal. And, yeah. know, it wasn't. It wasn't the uh, you know the team that everybody thinks it was.
1: Yeah, you're right. I mean, you're exactly right because you definitely got an indication watching the documentary and now afterwards that they were very successful on the court as a team, but you could tell that there was a lot of dissension and a lot of bickering between the team. It, it almost seemed like it's amazing to me that they got all those championships with all this animosity going every which way. And it's yeah. just getting worse. It's gets it's like when you think it's over, it's it's just getting worse because today was I thought it was just like, okay, it was just a media thing that were just saying that they were gonna do a tour. I follow Scottie Pippen and no, he took a picture with all three of them about an hour and a half, two hours ago, getting off the plane, the, the tour starting in Australia. He's getting off the plane and said he's ready to go with the other two guys. So it's about to go down. It's it's no, it's real. They they doing a tour in Australia. The three fellas discrediting the Last Dance. Yeah. And more particularly, okay,
2: but that's only three of them. Well, But the rest of the group, huh? I guess they're still facing. I guess they saw some animosity. So it's not all put together.
1: Yeah, but the thing is they're really trying to – what I take away from this, they're trying to discredit Michael and his greatness and, hey, yes, you did great, but you didn't tell the whole story. Like there's more to it than what you said, and I think their point is also you diminished a lot of our contribution to it. Yeah.
2: They broke up the team before the team got separated.
1: Yeah. You know, they, before the team actually lost, they broke up, which is something that's rare. That's rare. Especially when you're doing, you're winning that many times. You usually wait till the team gets a loss in either the championship game or the playoffs. And then you find that you use that as a reason to break everything up. I haven't had a team that won and you broke everything up.
2: It's like you could break up the Beatles all over again. Oh, oh.
1: oh Yeah.
2: Okay. Thank you. I hope we passed the audition. No. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's what it sounds like. I mean, but, of course, you didn't have just one person break it up. You had a whole slew of characters breaking it up, not just one person.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, when it comes to teamwork, you're right. Sometimes people can do well together when they're actually doing the task but once the task yeah. is over they don't get along too well. Nope. But showtime, show time, they know how to make things work and the Bulls were at that time when they did their thing together there was no better team than the Bulls. I mean there was teams that were very that was yeah. good enough to beat them. There was teams that I felt especially when the Jazz played them the second time. There was a team that was good enough to beat them but I felt like in order for them, for you to beat the Bulls, everything had to work your way, and usually yeah. the Bulls would find a way. But yeah, and they did. It, it, they did. They did. I mean, but yeah, folks, I'll talk more about that later in the show. It's called the No Bull Tour, and it's starting in Australia. Scottie Pippen, uh, you go to his Instagram page, and he'll show you that picture. So it is real. The Horace Grant, Scottie Pippen, and Luke Longley are on tour to discredit Michael Jordan as a teammate, and particularly mm-hmm. the Last Dance documentary. Coach.
2: Uh, no Tony, no coach. No Scottie Pippen. Uh, let's see who else. Um, you know, basically, uh, of course, uh, Dennis Rodman. Not him either. So I mean, there's a lot missing from this.
1: Yeah. I agree, but I do think if this thing, if they sell some good amount of tickets, I wouldn't be surprised, Lou, if at least one or two other players joined in later on. You understand? Okay, I'll not, buy that. Yeah, I would not be surprised if this thing does well.
2: No. If that
1: other player says, "You know what, guys? I made room my schedule. I want to join you on the tour." I would not be surprised. Right. If this is successful. I feel like I feel like we're to smoke this fire. I feel like there's probably another player or two or three that wants to speak out, but kind of needs that push. Yeah. And I think if it's successful and it's doing well, I think they're gonna get somebody else on the on board. That's what I feel. Yeah. You know, but right. I know one thing that's successful. And I apologize I couldn't call on Saturday. It was. It was during the Daytona 500. It was raining like there's no tomorrow, and I was moving around so much. It was just a hectic – that three days, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday was a hectic three days. I had fun like there's no tomorrow, but it was hectic. It was – when I got back home, I was supposed to be aren't just – Aren't you
2: forgetting Tuesday. something?
1: Say again? Aren't you forgetting something? Am I forgetting something?
2: There is no tomorrow. There is no
1: tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I apologize about that. It's just um. That
2: was bad. I had a good crowd though, anyway. But you know, uh, there's got. I think I can guarantee more room for you tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I'll definitely be back in the game tomorrow. Yeah, I got just more that, room available for sure. Yeah, I'll be back in the game tomorrow. It's just that uh sure. that. You know when I I was actually late for something I had a B two because I just pretty much crashed but it it was it was chaotic. How you
2: imagine all that rain?
1: You know I had I had a nice jacket that has nice liner Fair. inside, well made. I had a hat, so I was good with the rain as far as when okay. I was getting rain on, thankfully, but it just wouldn't stop raining and yeah, and I just I just couldn't call in and it was just. And It was just so much, so much things I had to do, like move around and go places. And it was, it kept me, it kept me busy. And I'd have to say, which I'm going to talk more about too later with the people is my experience. Props to a lot of the drivers and a lot of the VIP guests because they, they still signed and they still took selfies in the rain. I mean, the rain didn't stop anybody from having yeah, fun. I- but yeah. I'll more about that. But I'm definitely excited to hear what you got going cooking on tomorrow. All right. Well, we are going to wrap up the uh, Daytona 500 and the All-Star
2: weekend. Uh, there's some controversy on the All-Star weekend, too, thinking that the game was uh, uh, six. I'll be the judge of that. Uh, NFL divisions to continue. Uh, college basketball, as we're now nearing down to the uh, final uh, weeks of the season, I also wanted your uh, take on the second half of the season, or what's of it, as well. Um, of course, we have the uh, UFC and uh, WWE reports, as well. Now, I have, I have experts on, on a, uh, spring training, as well, since i now into that. And, of course, our regular features, the Ridiculous Night of the Week, Sports Trivia, This Week in Sports History, the Feel Good Story of the Week, and it's that time of the month where we do our best and worst of the month, and this is the best and worst of February. And those of you who been following along these past weeks, I think we know uh, which items uh, that will be oh. So, if you got time tomorrow, call 512-543-4662. 512-543-4662 for 4 p.m. Eastern Time.
1: Okay, yes, so... Let me make sure I tell people that number. It's 512-543-4662, 512-543-4662. So, yes, uh, definitely, Lou, I'll make sure I call in, and I appreciate you all the time. You're you're the best. Thanks. Thanks. You're welcome. Anytime. Sure. Thanks. You're welcome. Thank you for calling Yes, so I apologize, folks. I, I don't know. Being that we're doing the blog talk as well as the YouTube live, I have noticed that that sometimes the callers don't come over on the stream yard as good. I have to figure that out. But we will. Don't worry. We will figure that out somehow, some way. I apologize. I did notice that when I have listened to it. I appreciate the fans letting me know that, that they could hear the caller great on blog talk but not on stream yard as much so I have to figure out a way to get the call through the streamline a lot better but we will continue forward here on the Alan Alfred Sportsbook show I appreciate everyone joining us here on the Alan Alfred Sportsbook show and also I did want to kind of let you know how things went at the Daytona 500 there was quite a few people who wanted to hear how my experience was so I'll go ahead and break that down for you it was awesome The Daytona 500 was truly, truly amazing. It was my third year in a row growing, and it seemed like to me it gets better and better. You know, I went ahead and went there. It was raining. I didn't go there. Usually I go there, I get there Wednesday, Thursday, but I couldn't do that this year. I had to go Saturday and Sunday for the weekend, and it ended up being Saturday, Sunday, and Monday because of the rain out but it was it was awesome. You know, I really have to give the Daytona 500 the drivers, the VIP guests a lot of credit because even though it rained all day pretty much on Saturday and Sunday, guys still took time to sign autographs in the rain, did interviews, like they had scheduled interviews, let's like say on stage, they still did their interview on stage. They went ahead and took selfies. Most of my work that I got done with selfies and pictures with drivers was it during the rain. DJ Khaled came through, and I got a chance to get a picture with him. Got to give credit to Wendy's. Wendy's, for those who don't know, who haven't been Daytona 500, had a big showcase there, and they pretty much gave away food almost the entire time for free with the the biggie bags. They call them the biggie bags for free. I know that promotion and I know them doing that cost them a lot of money because they had their thing wrapped around the whole corner. It was nice and had a golf course, like a three putting golf course, and then you're giving away free food continuously up until like late at night. That was an expensive promotion, but that was awesome that that Wendy's did that. And that's why DJ Khaled came through because he is the spokesperson for Wendy's. And he did a couple of video clips, and and that's how I was able to go ahead and run into him there. You know, it was, it was awesome. I, I would have, the only thing I was hoping to have gotten a chance to talk to was The Rock. I knew he was going to be the Grand Marshal. I didn't get a chance to talk to The Rock. It was just too many people, too busy by the time he got there on Sunday. And it would have been great because I would have definitely had a great UFL question for him but it wasn't meant to be that's okay i wasn't gonna let that or anything that didn't go my way so to speak hinder anything the air force the thunderbirds they practice in the rain they practice saturday and they did a little bit of practice sunday for the big day on monday so it was it was really really the rain did not stop anything And it just delayed the race till the next day. Now, one thing I did want to say is that it did, you know, I did kind of suspect this was going to happen. If the race did not run at all on Sunday, let's say it was delayed, and instead of being postponed to the next day, I felt as if maybe we could have still got Pitbull to do his concert and everything would have been okay. But Pitbull basically did show up on Monday but he did say that he, he couldn't do the concert on Monday. So basically, he, he moved the concert back for next year for Daytona. So if you go to Daytona Beach 2025, 20, hit bull, because he, he said he's going to do it next year. So that was one thing that got moved was because of the rain. And also, DJ Khaled was supposed to be the starter on su- on Sunday. He could not make it on Monday. So he wasn't able to do that. But props to The Rock. Because the Rock was one of the only people that was able to get bumped till from Sunday to Monday and still make it. So he actually was there for both days, Sunday and Monday. He actually was there Saturday, too, to do some press conferences. But the cool thing is, is that he actually came back another day that wasn't expected because of the rain. So that was awesome. And the Rock did his thing. In fact... That was really cool that he he went ahead and and told drivers drivers start your engines. The race went really good and I thought for a moment there for a good little period of time Bubba Wallace did really well. I really felt like I was like oh man this is this is awesome. I picked the right race to be be at because it felt like Bubba had a great chance of winning. He was leading for a lot of not would say a lot of the race. I would have to say at least. About ten laps. I didn't count. That's that could be. I could be off on the laps. But he was ahead for a good little period of time. And not only that, when he wasn't in the lead, he was either second or third. And you could tell he was making his moves. So if he got the first spot for let's say ten ten laps, and then he went down to second or third, he would still move back up to second. He still was in that race. And I it really I felt as if if things went his way, he got a couple of breaks, he could have very well won that race and he was in it. I mean he ended up sixth but I, that sixth place doesn't show how well I feel as if he didn't race. I know he had some car trouble I think when he had the lead actually he had some car trouble but it it's it's it was cool. I know Kyle Bush is oh and eighteen now, I believe it is but I just feel as if with this race the Daytona five hundred you're never out of it. There was one driver, I forget his name, but it was number 16, who was, like, way back. And you would see a bunch of cars go by the group, and then you would see number 16 straggling by, like, ah, hey, look at that guy, he's all late. But lo and behold, he kept hanging in there. About a half an hour, 45 minutes later, he was in the lead. And he had to lead for, like, five or six laps. So you're never out of the race, as long as you keep on Hit in the gas. Keep going forward. As long as your car's is operable, that's the cool thing about the Daytona 500 is that if you don't quit and you keep pushing and there's enough time in that race, you might make a run and still have a chance to win. So it was a cool, cool race. There was a fan that reached out and said, hey, they're hoping to make it to Daytona 500. I would definitely recommend everyone to make it to Daytona 500. At least you know if it does rain throughout the four days, the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, you still know that you're going to have a fantastic time because it rained pretty much all day Saturday and Sunday. It did not stop anything. People did have a great time, myself included. For example, there was one point where they were doing the bar stool interviews, and they had like four guys on the stage, drivers there was so much rain that the rain had poured through the top of the stage and it was coming down right in the middle of the interview. All they did was move the chair and a couple of drivers moved aside and they continued the interview right there in the rain where rain coming down right on the stage. So that, that rain didn't stop anybody. At least, you know, if it rains, people are going to still have a great time. And so come out to Daytona 500. It was great. It was a great experience. I recommend it, and what else did occur is, you know, I'm excited to see who they're going to have next year. I'm excited to see who, who they're going to bring out there next year. So that brings me to some of the things that did happen during the Daytona 500. During the Daytona 500, The Rock, I got to give him props, he did a magnificent job in promoting the UFL. You know, I know I mentioned a couple of times on the show that I felt as if The Rock has these big opportunities with interviews and on stage. And he'll mention a couple of his other venues, but he won't mention the league at all. He won't plug it. Even when he has a, a great opportunity where he's in front of football fans, I'm like, hey, you, you got to plug the league. You got to say something about it. And sometimes it's just been missed opportunity. Well, this time, I don't know if it was a Fox. It was Fox. But they see the opportunity, and they promoted the UFL, which is the training car starts tomorrow. The players did report today. Definitely things are heating up with the UFL, too. You can go ahead and get single seat. If you don't want to invest in the whole season, you can buy single tickets now. You also can buy a, a UFL ball. You can order one of those. I tried to get on there today and order just the plain UFL ball. I couldn't see it at all. I don't know if they moved the link, but I couldn't get the plain UFL ball. Before, that was the only ball you could get was just the plain UFL ball. Now, you have to get the UFL with a team logo on it. So, that's on there now. So, you can check that out. And the question is, if you're a prospective player or you know someone that has and you haven't been called yet, what should you do? Well, that's what I'm going to tell you now is if you're a prospective player or you know somebody's a prospective player, if you haven't been called now by now, it's pretty much a wrap. I hate to say it like that because the players that are showing up now, there's no guarantee they're going to make it to the final roster. But typically what's happening now is if you're in camp, go ahead and compete. They're going to make some more cuts because not everybody in camp gets to get on the final roster. So right now, pretty much, if you're not in that that ticket of group of people that are showing up to a camp right now for the UFL, it's I wouldn't say it's definitely a wrap, but it's pretty much 99% chance wrap. There might be a play or two that they might call in to see what they have, but it's, it's not something I would hold my breath on. I'll put it like that. You know, it is is pretty much, unfortunately, at this point, a far-gone conclusion that if you're not in camp right now, that more than likely you're not going to play for the UFL for the 2024 season. That's just the harsh reality of it. What you do now is you stay positive and you try to do and look for Coach James Shiver for the Louisiana Voodoos and... That is for the AFL, the Arena Football League. You try to take an opportunity there if you can, or another arena football team if you can't come to Louisiana, but you have to, you have to stay active, and that's what you need to do. You need to, you need to continue to play, not just train at the gym. You need to actually be on the field playing at some capacity, whether it's a league like the AFL or some type of organized football league. And I think the AFL is a great opportunity with Coach Siver. I think that's your best bet. You have to stay positive, but it's not that the person that you're not a good player. It's just that there's so many, there's so few spots available and there's so many people in need. That's what it is. If you have not been called by now by the UFL, the chance of you getting called is pretty slim to none. I would try to reach out to Coach James the Louisiana Voodles, and then just go ahead and try to see if you can go ahead and get an opportunity to play for them because that is your best bet if you're not been called by the UFL at this point. Because tomorrow, I even seen some of the players show up today, and tomorrow is the first day of camp. So what happens is everybody's phoned in for the camp. They go ahead and compete. Then the roster gets smaller and they get down to the nitty degree. I'll give you an example. When I covered the XFL, the Orlando Guardians last year for the entire season, the first player I interviewed for the XFL, Orlando Guardians, I'm not going to mention their name, but unfortunately, they did not make it to the final roster of the Orlando Guardians. So just because you're in camp doesn't mean you're going to make it to the final roster. But if you're not in camp right now, the chance of you being called is slim to almost none. i say it's a 99% chance it's not going to happen. There might be that one or two cases that they call in. Maybe somebody couldn't make it to camp, didn't show up. There'll be two or three or four or five cases across the whole eight teams where they'll call somebody, give them an opportunity to compete. But if you do not get one of those calls, definitely reach out to me. I'll connect you to coach James Shiver. I've actually already done that for a player and see if you could play for the arena football league. That is your best bet because you got to stay positive and you got to keep working. You can't just sit there and go to the gym all the time and not have real game experience. So at least you have that on your resume. Definitely. I would do that. That's my advice. I mean, when you're trying to be an NFL player or, or get on the UFL, it's, it's, you're not going to be able to talk your way into it. A lot of players and family members, you know, moms, dads, they reach out to me thinking that because I have connections with the league that I can just talk my way to the coach, and then, boom, they're on the team. It doesn't work that way. It's not. And I know it might work that way in certain leagues, but not for the XFL for sure and the UFL because there's a due process and usually you have to compete for it. Even if you do make it to camp and you get down there, which is great. It's phenomenal. Doesn't mean you're going to end up being on that final roster. They're still going to make some more cuts. They're going to see what they have, evaluate their talent and make some more cuts. This is the kind of like the, I would say the, the downside of professional sports is the business side is not friendly at all. You know, what I mean by that is, yes, people dreams get cut short. There's injuries. But you got to keep going. If you love football, definitely try to play Coach Cyber. And that's not a guarantee either. But at least you're giving yourself an opportunity to see if you get on the field. You know, it's better you stay active in football than to sit around and say, hey, I should be playing or I should get an opportunity while you're not getting an opportunity. You know what I'm saying? So go out there and compete. Stay active. That's my best advice. And speaking of AFL, they're doing big things. You could go ahead and check out the Louisiana Boodles and um, definitely go ahead and Check their website. They have a lot of the soft, the, a lot of their merchandise available. I saw a lot of it online. They got some cool shirts. Make sure you guys support them. I, I won't give away too much of what they got going on, but definitely stay connected and follow. Definitely the Voodoo's and Louisiana. It's going to be really cool how they go ahead and do their thing. It's nice for them to come back. So support them. And again, the merchandise is available, so you guys should go ahead and do that. We're still going to be working on, I've already we've already interviewed James Seiber on the UFL Fan Den twice. We're going to still continue to keep plugging away and get some more information for you guys so we can do even more interviews and a lot more. So make sure you stay connected. Follow them on Facebook and on Instagram and Twitter. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. But yes, the merchandise is available and a lot more. And you can check the schedule as well. So do that. And then also, I did want to bring to your attention another event that Willie Horton is doing. You know, props to Willie Horton. You know, definitely it's, it's really cool that Willie Horton is the great Tiger player. You know, he went ahead and, and made sure that I actually attend this event. He sent me a text because I was there last year, and he wanted me to spread the word about it. That's really great that you get, you know, notices uh, from somebody as wonderful as Willie Horton. But he's having his celebrity bowling event again. This annual celebrity bowling event It's going to be Thursday, March 14th, between 5.30 p.m. and 10 p.m., it's going to be at Orange Bowl Lanes in Lakeland, Florida, 48, uh, 4318 U.S. Highway 98 North in Lakeland, Florida, 33809. This is for bowling. A team of four bowlers is $400. They do they will take individuals. And, yeah, so it'll be $100 per bowler or a team of four, $400. So, that's the Willie Horton Detroit Tigers Celebrity Bowling Event. You know I will be there. And that's the 8th annual. I was there last year. It was a great event. And always awesome. Always fantastic. Orange Bowl Lanes in Lakeland, Florida. So, the nice thing is, you know, I'm giving you some inside information there. (laughs) Who's going to be there is Miguel Cabrera. And Craig Monroe. That is awesome. That is awesome. You guys need to show up. That's for sure. Come out and support that event. And also, I did want to go ahead and give you my thoughts on Horace Grant, Scottie Pippen, and Luke Longley doing this No bull tour starting in Australia. So it is going to come in the States. But because Scotty does have connections there in Australia, he's starting out there. I think this is just a test of the water to see what type of response they get. If it is positive, my prediction is a player or two from the Bulls will probably join in on that tour. I would not be surprised if that happens. And if this does really well in Australia and... I would not be surprised if and when they bring it here to the states. I would say one thing I would say about this just a second is it's kind of like an attorney, you know Michael Jordan was a prosecutor now here comes the defense attorneys, the three guys so I think. I think you know what I I've, I believe on this situation is Michael Jordan is is not going to be looking so good after this is done, you know, that's my feeling on this. I feel like one of the things about the the documentary, The Last Dance, it was outstanding. It was well done, well directed. The way they kept you engaged, it was dropped at the right time. You know, during that unfortunate. COVID situation, so people was home. Whoever came up with this marketing, they did a phenomenal job. However, even watching it myself, there was a couple of things that made me go, hmm. You know, when Arsenio Hall had that thing in his show way back in the days, things that make you go, hmm. There was a few moments in this documentary that made me go, things that make you go, hmm. And I felt like it was played up to kind of elevate and make Michael Jordan on this high, grandiose pedestal. And it just seemed to me like a little bit over the top. And that happens sometimes when you have yourself being the executive director and producer. I just felt like there was certain moments. And I'll give you an example. The thing that make you go, hmm, that I really had a hard time buying – for myself personally, was when Michael Jordan said that he got food poisoned during the Jazz series. The last, when they basically completed their 3 And he got food poisoned, and that's the reason why he was sick. I, I found that hard to believe. And let me tell you why. Number one, they actually was able to find the person who made the pizza. He adamantly said that I made the pizza and I delivered the pizza. So basically from the beginning to the end, he watched over that pizza. He took accountability on that too, that no one tampered or messed with that pizza and he delivered it. And he said that pizza was perfect. I believe that because usually somebody who would do something devious like that, and they would not take accountability of that this person actually came forward and said, no, no, I knew it was Michael Jordan. I made the pizza. I was the one who delivered it. And usually, if it was one person handling it from beginning to end, they usually, if they did something shady, they would not take accountability for it. He did. He was right and said, no, nobody, nobody poisoned that pizza. Another thing was like this. Michael Jordan had a bunch of friends over. They were, you were in a place where, high altitude, you were drinking and smoking, and high altitude, usually those three things don't mix well, and you could upset your stomach, and you could get sick that way, okay, those three things don't mix, yes, you may have been able to do it a few times before, and get away with it, but hey, as you get older, your body gets more susceptible to these things, and Michael Jordan was starting to feel the weird tear in his body, he, it's documented, So, you got a little bit of weird tear, you're a little tired, you got the altitude, you're drinking, you're smoking, you're in a small, confined area with your friends, yes, you can get sick. I believe Michael Jordan got sick because of the fact that he was long days and hours smoking and drinking, and he just kind of got sick that way, It, it catches up to you, and That's why I think he got sick. Then he ate the pizza, which I don't think was poison, but I think the combination of eating something like that, even if you're the only one who eats it late at night with all those other factors, you can get nauseous and sick. That's what I think happened. I don't think it was food poison, but he was trying to sell it like it was food poisoning because he's trying to make himself look all grandiose. I got food poison. Somebody did that to me, and I overcame that. You didn't get food poison. You you self-inflicted the wound yourself, and the pizza did not help. It, it's like me eating something a big meal or eating something that's not healthy, or I shouldn't eat because I'm drinking a smoke and smoking. I'm not, and I'm kind of like tired or what have you. Yes, it can make you nauseous and, and upset your stomach, and that can happen. That's what I think happened. So I don't believe the fact that he was food poisoned. I didn't believe it even before the the last you know, no bull tour, but I'm pretty sure they're going to talk about that in a lot more. You know, I, I just feel as if the, it's a shame in this regard that this is the part that's a shame is <laughs> men have turned into babies as they got, as they got older. I mean, it's just like you, you won six championships. These are the facts. Whether Michael Jordan wasn't as grandiose as they say, if he was or wasn't, that's debatable. But the fact remains, you guys collectively as a team had gotten six championships. That's unprecedented. That is remarkable. It's a shame that now we're fast-forwarding it. You guys are supposed to be retired and enjoying life, and you're still having this bickering between each other, this drama Of You know, you did me wrong. You didn't give me enough credit. You threw me off the bus. And yes, Michael Jordan did On that documentary Pick himself way up and diminish the contribution of his teammates Let me just keep it real. The only person I felt got some kind of like real good credit and was Dennis Rodman I felt Dennis Rodman looked very good in this this documentary Phil Jackson looked somewhat but Definitely, there was Michael and everyone else, and and I was expecting that to a certain degree, but I, I did feel as if I have to agree with Scotty on this one. I do feel as if Michael did make Scotty look like the bad guy. He didn't make Scotty look good in this documentary at all, and he should apologize to Scotty to that. I think Michael Jordan owes Scotty an apology because you did make yourself look good at the expense of someone else. Yes, Scotty was no angel. He, you know, he definitely had faults, and he definitely made a mistake after Michael Jordan left the team. That was definitely a mistake. But I felt like Michael, as executive producer, he's overseeing everything. He should have made sure that Scotty looked a lot better in this documentary. Yes, you could bring up someone's faults, but you also have to bring up all the good that they did. I felt like all he did was kind of go to the faults, and he did he did make his boy look bad, you know. If anybody looked bad in that documentary, number one was Scotty Pittman. He looked the worst. The other guys they really made themselves like they had not much of a role in, in the success. Is my take on those two, Horace Grant as well as Luke Longley, but Scotty got thrown underneath the bus. There's a difference in not. You know, he really diminished their accomplishment to like this and Scotty just got thrown underneath the bus and made him look bad. And I think, yeah, you know, Michael Jordan should give him an apology. He did he did he did make him look bad. There's no doubt about it. But now Scotty Pippen, Horace Grant, and Luke Longley the table to turn, they're gonna have their day in court. That's the way I look at this. Now they're gonna have their day in court with this no bull tour. And it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. You know, it's going to be interesting to see how this really, really plays out. I'm curious to see how the public reacts as far as the interest level. I think the interest level is actually going to be pretty decent. And the reason why I think that way is because people love drama. And here it is. Here, Here's the drama. Now, we all dismiss that Scottie Pitt was the bitter, angry one because he got thrown into the bus. And you could see that in his book. He came across as a bitter guy that was really upset and angry at his teammate because he got all the credit. He didn't get none. But now you see there's more players in in this evolved. You see Horace Grant. You see Luke Longham. So obviously, they're sharing the same feelings. And I'm telling you, I think if this thing does well, there will be another player too from that Bulls team. That I feel will join the the uh, the guys on tour because yes, there really was a in that last dance. Michael all up here, everybody else' contribution was somewhere over here, and I would say Dennis Robin You know, he got his props, but everybody else, no. So, and shout out to Dennis Rodman because I think out of everyone, Dennis Rodman was after retirement, after his smoke is done. He's the one enjoying life the most, and he's the one who's most level-headed. He's not going on tour. If he gets, if the guys get joined by another player, it won't be Dennis Rodman. And but I just, I just think that when you thought this drama was over, it still continues to ride on. But I do think, yeah, Michael Jordan gonna get some payback on this one. He gonna get some payback. He gonna he gonna get thrown beneath the bus, you know, just to a large degree because of this. No bull tour. I mean, just little snippets of what I heard. Yeah, he going he gonna, to he gonna get his, his payback. Which is the point that, hey, sometimes it's better you not boost yourself up so high at the expense of your teammates. You kind of have to, like, put you up here. You got to bring them up a bit. Maybe not even with you, but. You gotta make sure you give him some more credit than what was given, because you get situations like this. So, yeah, I mean, just when you thought Michael was out of that drama, because reports is that Lar- Larissa, uh, Larissa, Pippen, uh, Larsa—I'm sorry, Larsa—I beg your pardon, Larsa—and Marcus, Larsa and Marcus. The reports are that they saw each other from TMZ. Valentine's Day but their Engagement is what they reported You know, they're on the rocks and Not Engaged anymore at least that's TMZ stuff. That's drama stuff But guess when you thought he was out of kind of stepping away from the drama because of that this no bull tour shows up. So (laughs) It's you know, we'll see what happens with that But yeah, I just definitely want to thank you guys all the time for doing your thing. Want to thank Sam Scola. Make sure you guys do check out and subscribe to the Alan Alford show right there on YouTube. Don't forget to do that. Make sure you subscribe also on Facebook as well at Alan Alford Sports Talk Show. You can always find me on Instagram, Alan Alford underscore. And Twitter it's at Alan Alfred. So I also want to thank Sam Scola and his beautiful wife Mary for all the great songs that you hear. Sam Scolan and he's doing a great job. Sam Scola songs are all available on YouTube and Spotify.com. And in fact, we're going to go ahead and play another Sam Scola song. We'll do that. Thank our wonderful sponsor chef g's florida barbecue sauce so delicious and addicting you may need a support group make sure you visit chef g's right here in tampa 301 south 22nd street tampa florida and if you can't come down to tampa that's all right you can come and visit flbbqsauce.com Again, it's flbbqsauce.com always fantastic always delicious and in fact let me go ahead and play the chef g's or the barbecue sauce song right now.
0: Counting for the variety, Chef Cheese, roll it up, barbecue sauce. Natural flavor, chef cheese, Florida barbecue sauce, Florida cold honey mustard on burgers and ribs, tasty fusion on pork and sausage, Class. the cookout tree, Chef G's, Florida barbecue sauce, serve on fish and vegetables, Chef G's, Florida barbecue sauce, Chef G's, Florida barbecue sauce, Chef cheese, Florida barbecue sauce, Chef
1: and addicting you may need a support group don't forget to visit chef G's right there at 301 south 22nd street Tampa Florida again at 301 south 22nd street Tampa Florida and you can visit them at flbbqsauce.com again it's flbbqsauce.com and thank our wonderful sponsors chef G's Florida barbecue sauce so delicious and addicting you may need a support group so make sure you check out chef G's and yes, definitely make sure you guys do your thing. All for watching the Alan Alford Sports Talk Show. You guys are awesome. And if you wanna contact Sam Scola, it's with Sam at gmail dot com. Sing along with Sam at gmail dot com. And we're gonna end the show, in fact, with a Sam Scola song. It's the end of the show by Sam Scola. So I want to thank you guys.